The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know... I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are brought to you by Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Well, as soon as Derek Carr went down in a heap at Lambeau Field... I had to do it. I had to send out the bat signal for Dr. Thomas. He's our favorite doctor extraordinaire. We love him, but we also hate having him on. But uh, Dr. Thomas, you know, you know the drill. When when the Saints get injured, we need to have you on. Um, you know, to explain injuries to us. And uh we appre- we appreciate you. I know it's it's hard for you. You you like coming on and, and, and it's fun, but you also know like when I'm when I'm texting you, it's usually bad news for the Saints. Follow me into the darkness, Ralph. <laughs> We're all Saints fans here, so uh That's right. just another day. That's right. So um so Derek Carr, you know, and it, it got it listen. Uh full disclosure, man. The the Discord for patrons on Saints Happy Hour. It's usually a fun, jolly place. We have a good time. It's more fun than Twitter and social media. We don't have to deal with all the crud. But it got dark. It got dark in the Discord. We saw the heat. And then you tweeted because you you saw it. And you, were, and you tweeted. You were like, man, that looks bad. I think, I think he separated his shoulder. That looks bad. But the news for the Saints was really good. It's just an AC joint sprain. Um, and it's pretty mild. So my first question is, what – they say the normal timeline can be a couple weeks, but what's sort of the, 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 the rehab and what Derek Carr, what's he trying to do? What are they doing for him to try to get him ready as soon as possible, which you know he's wanting to get back maybe this week, maybe as soon as possible. Adam Schefter said the Saints are going to be really cautious, so we'll see. But what are the Saints – what are the doctors and the trainer – what are they doing for him – to get that shoulder right as soon as possible. All they're doing is controlling his pain and trying to make sure he doesn't lose range of motion in it. That's it. This is a very acute injury. 
uh, it won't keep him out long. We can intuit that it's a grade one because they said the next week four isn't off the table, which just tells you it's not grade two. So it's not actually torn. It's just sprained. So that means there's damage to the ligaments, but there's no actual tear on imaging. So he's, he's going to have some swelling in there, which is what causes the pain. So they're going to be using the pain as a signal as he gets closer to when he can play as a sign that it's kind of it's getting to the point where he can return the play. And um, if you don't use it in the right way in the meantime, uh, you can lose some range of motion in the joint. And then also... Um, it helps with the swelling too. And so they're they're just putting him through some stretching and kind of like pro provocation stuff of the of what the joint area. Explain that. Like, what's provocation area? Like, what does well, that mean? It's, a, it's an actual joint. It's a small joint, but it's a joint. So there's ways that you can provoke it and stress it in certain planes to try to induce pain. Number one, to see uh, how well it's progressing and if it's getting closer to the point where you can play with it. Uh, and then number two, just all around that area, the swelling that's going to happen from the damage, um, they, when they're stretching it in certain planes, it's, it's like provoking tissue, uh, it's just provoking the structures to sort of go beyond what they want to, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. So when you talk about pain and range of motion, my question is, is is does that include like like weakness and what's the solution for that can they make can they just pump and make him a pharmacy and he's good to go what what is the what is the what what's what's more difficult to overcome the pain or the range of motion he should well they're they are not independent they're kind of one and the same with this kind of injury um the 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 pro the range of motion thing is just because it hurts you don't want to move it, uh, and so you can lose the range of motion. And then number two, um, well, wait, what was the first part of the question you asked me? What what's what's harder? What's you said? What I was saying? What's harder to overcome? Is it is it the pain or the range of motion? But you're saying they're kind of like the the two sides of the same coin. It's yeah, not like, it's not like one or the other. Oh, there was something else you mentioned. I was, I was gonna. Oh, the pain. Can they, pump, they? Can they pump? Can they make him a pharmacy? Can they just give him the needle and some hardcore drugs and solve the problem? They, they'll, they've probably already given him some um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories and stuff. You got to be careful with the corticosteroids, like that everybody knows about. You know, prednisone and cortisone. Um, if you put him in that area, which would greatly decrease his pain, it it can it can kind of mess with the healing capabilities. Like you you need some inflammation. Everyone thinks bring down inflammation after an acute injury, which is true for pain control. It helps with pain control. But if you're trying to um, optimize your healing, you actually need some of that inflammation. You can't have healing without all the inflammatory cells there. So gotcha. you got to kind of straddle a fence line with that. So they probably, they might've given them some oral steroids by mouth or something, just some small doses, but they're not doing your typical, like inject everything with this. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think so. Uh, oh yeah. And then yeah, I remember now you mentioned weakness. He should not have any weakness with this injury unless he's just not using it because it hurts and then you get a little bit of atrophy and mm -hmm. uh, movement problems but it really there shouldn't be an issue with weakness there here because it's such a 
a low grade sprain, um, that that shouldn't come into play. He should be fine yeah. from that standpoint. Yeah, and the the other thing that is you know concerning to me is you know and and uh, shout out to Mike Triplett. He had a great article on uh, New Orleans dot New Orleans Pro Football. And he said, you know, he, they talked to Drew Brees and Drew Brees was like, yeah, I had an AC joint injury in 2014 and it was super painful. I did the kinetic tape and, and I did that. And it was weird. And I didn't throw all week, but I had like a clicking motion in my shoulder. So it felt really, what would that be? That was my first question on the Drew Brees stuff. Like he said, he had like a clicking motion in the shoulder and it felt really strange and he didn't throw all week. What, what would that, what could that possibly be? And is that that's something? The, that's the um that's the injury so the, it, it's probably just abnormal movement in the joint um and then as he as the swelling goes down as he sort of gets back into throwing it it, it should go away i mean it could stay there because you stretch these ligaments out yep uh with this sprain and that's what defines a grade one is they got stretched, but they mm-hmm. didn't tear. If they tear, you go in and you can put like a dog bone, these little capped ends and bring it back together yeah. surgically. Uh, so it's, it's probably just that they don't really, if they stretch enough, then they don't, they don't really like go back. They don't shrink back. They just might yeah. form a little bit of supportive tissue structures and kind of some fibrotic tissue to sort of support it further. So as long as you don't have pain, people come in with those kind of chronic injuries all the time that had have some kind of clicking down the road. But if it's not painful and it doesn't interrupt his throwing motion, then you just basically ignore it. You deal with it 15, 20 years down the road when he's retired <laughs> and he gets early arthritis there. No biggie. He'll be worth $200 million. I think he can figure it out. The payoff uh, is well worth it. That's for right. Sure. My other thing that was interesting with Drew Brees and made me a little nervous is Drew Brees was like, yeah, I had, you know, plan- I had these injuries. I had plantar fasciitis and I could just say, hey, I'm just going to be, I'm a statue in the pocket, but I can make it work and, and uh, I can get rid of the ball quick. And, and that was the thing with Drew Brees. His superpower, one of his superpowers, he had many, but one of the underrated thing was he can just decide mm-hmm. in a game, Thomas. He'd be like, I'm not getting sacked today. And, you know, if I have to get rid of the ball in a second and a half, I will do so and you will not sack me. Yes, I will not throw downfield. But you're not gonna you're not gonna sack me. You're not even gonna hit me. Like he did that when he had plantar fasciitis against Jacksonville and other other issues. Derek Carr cannot do that. So my fear and my worry is, what is the uh, chance or probability of re-injury, injuring it worse, even when Derek Carr says he's healthy? And does extended rest make him less likely to get injured? Or is it a thing of, hey, when you're healthy, you just go and you just hope for the best, which is a problem because the Saints offensive line can't block a soul. Your fear is warranted. I'm concerned too. He's gonna what's gonna happen is his pain's gonna get better. He'll be throwing fine and he'll wanna go in mm. pretty quick. And uh convention has it that he should he will and he should in my opinion but if he falls on that if he has a 300 pound gigantor <laughs> human fall on top of him again and that same mechanism where he falls to where his shoulders getting pushed down as his body's going the other way then yeah, the that those ligaments are they're not going to be 
um, like fully, fully healed back to a hundred percent of what they were for much longer than two weeks. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. that, that whole process probably takes like eight weeks or something. Uh, I know it's, it's pretty close once the swelling goes down and everything. But my point being, if he experiences the exact same fall, uh, within that period of time, then you're, yeah. you're probably not looking at a grade one. You're probably looking at an actual a substance tear that's going to happen. Yeah. So he is going to have to yeah. be more careful. And I don't know if they think that he can go back this week and they leave him out. Maybe they are just trying to figure shit out. They're taking some time. and, and Yeah. I don't know, trying to work through that problem. But yeah, he needs to be very, very aware. It may feel good to him, but it's not going to be the same for a little while. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey. American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin skinned. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. <laughs> Saints have got to, Dennis Allen or whoever's got to be like, listen, Derek, we love you. We want you to be our quarterback. You, you got to like, one, two, the ball, like, like one, two, if it's not there, throw it to Camara. He's back. You yes. know, like, like you can't like, like, but that's a, that's a, that's a strategy issue. And we'll have to see, you know, the, the other thing with this, with this injury is, you know, and, and Derek Carr's camp said, and well, by the way, I want to say, I want to say this before we continue, but you know, we, we're making this, patrons got this early. Uh, but, uh, this version, you, everybody's getting it free. And I just want to say, go to saintshappyhour.com, uh, become a patron or just sign up to wherever you get your saints podcast. Cause a lot of people probably find this on Facebook. If you find us for the first time, wherever you get your podcast, uh, search saints happy hour, subscribe, uh, listen to us, give us a try. Uh, and if you love us, go to saints happy hour, support the show. We're amazing. You should do it. Um, the other thing I was going to say, and this feels like a, a thing that maybe you can't prove. It's it's kind of like, uh, you know, when my when my wife when we 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 went through fertility to have our, our son Max, you know, she did she we we struggled and struggled for years, and she did acupuncture like before uh, we finally got pregnant. So we're like the acupuncture kind of kind of got us over the line, but like we can't prove it. It just sort of happened that way. And I was thinking of that when Derek Carr, his sort of camp was like, "Thank God he was on grass, because if he'd have been on, if he'd have been on the turf, man, he'd have been wrecked." Do you think that's accurate, um, or is that just the belief that players like the grass better? Is there any basis for that uh, theory that the grass kind of saved him? My knowledge is that. Um... I mean, the idea is that the turf is actually a harder, mm-hmm. it's harder to fall on, right? Like the, yeah. the vectors of the ground force or whatever. I haven't 
dove that deep into that the science of that mm-hmm. it's it I mean it makes sense to me i've mm-hmm. um i've kind of studied a little bit more so i'm not as but, but I, I don't disagree with that there might be mm-hmm. some merit to, sorry to that and the difference between a grade one strain and uh and a grade two sprain might be of small amount uh when you have that big of falling on top of you yeah so uh, what did you call it gigantor human yeah gigantor human being so i don't I don't disagree with it. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know that I bet my house on it, but I think it's reasonable to consider. Yes. And I, if it was my decision, it would have grass um, yeah. across the league. I know it would be more expensive, but that, that would be my advice to the league. I think it could cut down on some specific um, knee injuries. All right. Final question, and we'll let you get out of here. And I, we always appreciate you, Dr. Thomas. Here's my question, because you've been great with diagnosing injuries. And one of my favorite things that you do is you kind of give us tips of like what to look for, like if players are struggling with an injury. And I know Derek Carr will be obvious, like if he's inaccurate and he's kind of like twitching the the shoulder, like Drew Brees would do sometimes, you'd be like, oh, that's not good. But the thing that I wanted to ask you is you you talked about like if a 300 pound man falls on him, that's bad. And that's kind of the obvious thing. But are there other kind of obvious, uh, not, well, not so obvious, like ways that he could not necessarily re-injure it, but like aggravate it? And like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, he's playing against Tampa and for three quarters, man, he's feeling great and he's slinging it. And it's, we're like, man, that, or, or you know, in two weeks of he's against New England, they were like, man, he's feeling great. This is amazing. He's a quick healer. And then something happens in the game that wouldn't be quite so obvious as a giant defensive tackle falling on him that could aggravate it that we should maybe be on the lookout for uh that could that could re-injure it that would that re-injure it or aggravate it to where he might struggle a little bit i don't think so ralph to injure the ac joint it's a very specific type of mechanism. Like okay. you have to have a downward force towards your feet on the outside of the shoulder and the rest of your body be traveling in the opposite direction. There's really nothing. I mean, he might make it sore or by just the first week that he's back or the first two weeks he's back mm-hmm. uh, just because it hasn't been going through the same motions that it normally does. So there might be a little bit of soreness. Uh, but I don't know. I, I really don't think so. It's, it's that specific thing he has to mm-hmm. be careful of. It's falling down on that side, on that shoulder. Uh, I mean, he could even do it. He didn't. He doesn't even have to have a 300-pound man on top of him. Um, you, I had a, a patient who separated it just snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, the movement of traveling forward, came down, didn't get their arms out, fell on the shoulder. So the shoulder is going the opposite direction of their body, and that's without anyone being on top of him. So, and he's a lot bigger than this person, but point being, um, I don't think he's going to fall in that way. That would be kind of a freak mm. accident, but he, that he needs to be careful getting back. Like he has been, I mean, that that's going to keep, I'm worried. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I am. I am concerned. I mean, we're all, we're all worried because the poor man took a beating. Like, and, yeah. and the thing was like, everybody was like, from you, who's a doctor, to me, to Nick Underhill, to everybody, we're like, this is not going to end well. Saints, for the love of God, please protect him. And it just, like, it happened. And and the thing was, is 
the thing with Derek Carr, Thomas, that made it difficult, you know, some quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, he's he takes a lot of sacks. But like his sacks are like scrambling around outside the pocket. He gets tripped up by one dude around his legs or he goes out of bounds short of the line of scrimmage. So it's a quote unquote sack, but it's not really a hard hit. Or like C.J. Stroud for the Texans, he's getting sacked a lot, but he's kind of he's scrambling around. It's not hard. Like Derek Carr, I would say at least half to 40% of his sacks were, oh, my God. That like like bone crushing, smashing like 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 those nineteen nineties eighties quarterback sacks where dudes are just getting pummeled. You know, there's 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 every sack is bad, but all sacks are not the same. You know, and no. that's what you know, and that's what concerns me about the Saints of the Night. Like they got to get it, they got to get it sorted out, and they got to get it like fixed because it 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 cannot continue so we'll, we'll see but but as always dr thomas thanks for thanks for hopping on and giving us the the, the medical 411 we always appreciate you and you know what before the Derek carr injury this was knock on wood this was a nice clean kind of season you know we were we were coasting along and the injury report had been fine and then it all goes to hell with one injury so hopefully the Saints, good luck with Carr. They dodged the bullet, as, as as Dennis Allen says. So hopefully the next time we see you, you're just wearing a Hawaiian shirt and you're looking great and it'll be at the live show on December 8th and we can see you then. And hopefully we won't talk to you this time because we love you, Dr. Thomas, but we don't want to have you on the show. It's well, very it's very conflicting. I love you guys too, but um, you know I hate being here. So uh, I'll I'll leave with on a positive note. It's not doom. It's not all doomsday. I thought this was going to be way worse than it was. Just watching yeah. the video, uh, this really is a a minor injury overall, um, and we should feel somewhat blessed about that. But I know that this the season was going well before this injury rise. But you know we can't have nice things, Ralph. <laughs> you knew deep we down were, the whole time. So now that we I got know. it out the way, we can move forward with it. Hopefully he's back in maybe two weeks. I'd say like three at the most, kind of depending mm -hmm. on the way that they're talking about it. And um, he should be good to go once he comes back. As long yeah. as he does not fall on that damn thing again, it should be okay. Yeah, I just think he's going to be... I just think Derek Carr, one, he's got that sort of crazy Drew Brees drive in him. So he's going to want to be back as soon as possible, just the way he's wired. But also, he knows that this Saints team, he knows it's the best defense he's ever had. He knows this team can be special if they can get it together on offense. But I just think he's going to want to be back as quick as possible. The Saints, the Saints have to balance these things uh, to make sure he's back as soon as possible, but ready to go. And they can continue on and win this dumpster fire of an NFC South. So, guys, go to SaintsHappyHour.com, become a patron, uh, support the show. Thanks to Dr. Thomas for hanging out with us, giving us the 411 and Derek Carr's injury. And until next time, the bar is closed.